0: You can only begin to imagine how chaotic that scene was. A mob screaming, a humiliated, sinful woman made to stand in the middle of them, a sentence of death passed to be carried out with hard, cold, jagged stones. Into this moment, comes Jesus, and with him, a new way of seeing, assessing. And when God's perspective was introduced, the rocks never came. In place of bloodthirst, silence, and then a call to conversion for all who were present then mercy, then the serious command, do not sin again. This really is a most remarkable encounter in Jesus' life. The focus is how Jesus' relationship with others brings about a change, a new life, as Jeremiah would have predicted. Can we begin to see how this is true for each one of us as well? Follow the steps here. The chaos created by sin is calmed when Jesus' presence is acknowledged. Think of that in your own life. When we admit that sin is upending who we want to be, kind of quiet then begins, and it restores us as we listen to his voice. And his voice, his words help us to face things as they are. Which of you is without sin? Did you notice that it is the oldest in the crowd who drop their stones first? perhaps because they have lived the longest and have more sins. Or, more likely, their age has given them the wisdom to be the first to understand the implications of Jesus' words. But the truth then ripples through the crowd, and the rocks never come. Hatred is healed. The woman then hears words that bring two layers of compassion. First, neither do I condemn you. And second, equally loving. And from now on, do not sin anymore. The same dynamic is at work when we ask God to forgive us especially in the sacrament of confession. Perhaps there is chaos and fear, and then the calm, the peace of humbly facing things for what they are, and then his unearned mercy and the grace to continue to turn from sin, or as St. Paul would put it,